Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Josh, there is something that is going on that is far too complicated for you or I to try and understand slash explain. But the writers and the actors of America are currently on strike, yep. asking for better working environments, better pay. Uh, hey can we po- probably like at least pay attention to what the hell's going on with AI as yeah. opposed to just going, well, let it write all our shows from now on. I found out it's interesting. Uh, there's an update yesterday. Disney and the New York Times are two companies that have banned ChatGPT on their work yeah. service. So like you, Disney, Disney have done that. Yeah. So isn't that kind of, why aren't they, why aren't they settling the strike situation? Because isn't that sort of on the way to what they're talking about? Writers don't so. want the chance for companies to use AI to replace them. Yeah. Like, and then I think they're also like, hey, I don't want to have to decide, it, do I eat my cat or do I eat my dog <laughs> yeah. tonight? Or do I have medicine? Or yeah. do, yeah, or do right. I have medicine? Yeah, right. or, yeah. Yeah, I, see. I can't afford to have a child. So. The problem <laughs> is our idea of Hollywood is Beverly Hills, yes. mansions, like sports cars. That is such a very thin margin of the people in these unions that actually live that lifestyle. You heard it in um, Lewis's news, but like... Uh, a bunch of athletes live above, below the poverty yep. line. Same, Same thing with, with actors. actors. Yeah, like people who just show up on set, have maybe three lines, and then go home for the day, would be paid maybe fifty dollars for that day. Yeah, it's a strange, it's situation. crazy. We would like to help out. The way that they've suggested helping out is like not talking about new TV shows. Not don't promote stuff that's coming out because that's like what the studios want. As when you'll start to hit them financially if movies start tanking. Exactly, yeah. and then they maybe will start listening. But Timothy Chalamet is just so handsome. How do you not go and see Dune Part 2? Yeah. Like, how do you That's not? That's certainly what they would like you to yeah, do. okay. Cameo is a website where you can book actors, oh my God. whatever you want, voice actors, writers, who knows. We were talking about this yesterday. There's been a huge uptake in Cameo because actors are doing this, and I've argued that it's acting. It is acting. You're asking, you're asking an actor to do something for you. But. And paying them. You're paying directly them. They're not paying. They're not, like, okay. It's not going through Netflix and around to them. So it's not breaking the strike in your opinion. Also, I think it's kind of nice because you are directly going to them with a request. You're going, hey, would you do this for me? And then they can look at it and go, oh, I'm not doing it for 40 yeah. bucks. No way. It's like essentially taking on like TaskRabbit jobs where you just go online. And you're like, yeah, I could build someone a deck. Why not? <laughs> I, Morgan Freeman built my back patio. Yeah, yeah. How great. I will say Morgan Freeman is not on I think cameo. He's fine. I think he's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to, until the writers and actors strike ends, mm. every Wednesday do a cameo of someone promoting the show. You know what? Promoting our show. Promoting our show. We can get them pretty cheap now because, as you said, they're being inundated. So we're going to get famous people to promote the show. Correct. I think it's a great idea. We're part, we're helping. We're supporting okay. actors. Yep. We're not supporting mm-hmm. big studio. And so with that, I have. You have. You've already done this. I've picked up. The I like s- how you said we're helping, and I have not been involved in this at all anymore. Because you get a full week from today. We're oh, doing okay. it every right. Wednesday. Yeah, we do week on week off. Or hopefully the strike ends tomorrow, and you we never have to do it again. Okay. <laughs> I like this for a couple of reasons. It makes Wednesdays more fun. Yeah. Wednesdays in the middle it's of a the hump week. Day, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I have picked someone who is a voice actor. Mm-hmm. I can tell you his name's Jonathan. Okay. There you go. His name's Jonathan. Not name recognizable famous. Okay. If I said Jonathan Freeman, who's that? I don't know. Perfect. Great. Jonathan Freeman has he, has he voiced a character? Has voiced someone that is going to make potentially anyone who was born before 1993 squeal. Wow. 
Okay. I got does this. Does he do the cameo in the voice? He does it in the character he plays. Oh, my God. I, so he's a voice actor. I got this at midnight, and I woke up this morning at four, and I was like, <laughs> and I listened to it on my way to work in the car, and the entire time I was like, oh, my God. I was going to say, you were excited, because initially that noise sounded like the kid from The Grudge. Yeah, no, 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 I was no, no, like, yeah, sorry. what happened at 4 a.m.? That was a very yeah. visual. Yeah. Yeah. That was me squealing with joy, not <laughs> being possessed. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I don't even know. I mean, I've heard it. He tells you who he is. Yeah. You're also going to know immediately who it is. I'm ex- so excited. He's promoting our show. Ladies and gentlemen, without further adieu, I present to you Jonathan Freeman. Okay, so I'm going to play this out of Facebook chat. Let's see if it all works perfectly. Here we go. This is truly a secret for me as well. Good evening to you, my most unworthy friends. This is the Grand Vizier of Agrabah. Oh, Jafar, my God! Welcoming Jafar, you to the Ned and Josh show. That's the name of the show. Ned and Josh? Oh, you must be joking. <laughs> Nonetheless, my friends, try and enjoy yourselves. Enjoy that you are listening to Ned and Josh. My. <laughs> Poor things. There you go, That's ladies and gentlemen. That's Aladdin Jafar. That is. Oh I mean, we can listen to it again. No, I will. I will. That is Jafar from Aladdin. Yeah. Oh. Like, that's the Jafar from Aladdin. That is crazy. That is crazy. When I heard it, I was like... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I literally couldn't place it in my brain. I'm like, that is... Villainy as yeah. a child saying my name. Yes. I don't like that at all. Wow. Except I'm like shaking because of adrenaline right now. That is so cool. Got Jonathan Freeman. I'm pretty sure, by the way, he was like 40 bucks. <laughs> Not really. So like, sort of go, oh, sorry. Sorry about that, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> Look, oh, I gave him as God. much as I could. No, that's good. <laughs> it's what he's asking for. did actually for. pay him in Australian dollars well, as well. Yeah, that's yeah, his yeah, problem. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Time to get down to business with something we have been talking about for near on a week. Tattoo. That's exactly tattoo. right. Well, obviously, that's tattoo, but yep, it's our theme song. On Friday's show last week, uh, uh, we were talking about the Austrian government giving people free public transport for a year if they got a tattoo of their logo. Mm-hmm. Found out that that equates to about a thousand bucks. Yep. I put out the, the challenge hey, I'll give anyone a thousand bucks if they decide to get a tattoo. Brendan very much called up before I'd even said the thousand dollar part mm-hmm. and was keen to get a tattoo. We've locked him in. There was another man that I actually forget his name. Was his Matt. name Matt? His name was yeah. Matt. Yeah. Matt also said on Thursday, on Friday that I'm keen. We've not heard from Matt again. He disappeared. Matt has disappeared. Um, and so it's, he's, they've left us, he's essentially left us with one singular hero in Brendan. Now, Brendan is the keenest man in Canberra to get a tattoo. I actually love... You and I have been actually quite mean to Brendan in a way that we haven't... Like, it's not been intentional, but we've been very flippant and like kind of painting Brendan in a picture that's not actually true that I would like to give him credit for. Mm. He's like... We've been saying like, oh, this guy doesn't care at all about his body. He doesn't care what, like, he's just getting random stuff. He's not said that. He said that he enjoys a story. So, actually, I tip my entire hat to you because I think that's why you should get tattoos. Mm. It's because of stories that have happened to you. So This is certainly a story that, at this point, only Brendan's going to be able to tell. Um, he's on the line right now. How are you, Brendan? I'm doing very well this morning. How are you guys? Yeah, good, thank very, you, Very, very well. Thank you, Brendan. Now, look, mate, we have been speaking to you for near on a week now. We have a locked-in tattoo. 
It's the coffee cup on top of the uh, the alarm clock that says Ned and Josh. Um, nice. How big were we thinking? We do need to lock some details in. How big were we thinking, Brendan? Oh, as much as I'd say, like, the whole size of my back or something like that. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> not say yeah. More than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say, Brendan, that I don't want your tattoo of a coffee cup and an alarm clock to be bigger than an actual coffee cup mm. and an alarm clock. So yeah. let's <laughs> let's go for a far more reasonable... Let's definitely less than 30 centimetres, because that's a ruler. That's huge. We're we talking bigger than a 50-cent piece. Yeah. yeah, you want that because yeah. I think the thirty centimeters yeah. still yeah it's it's huge. huge too big. I'm just trying to take well yeah so like Brendan said he wants his five, whole back five centimeters <laughs> five centimeters is pretty yeah. small. I think you need it probably ten because then you, know you can what? see what it is. Then you it's like readable, but it's also like not huge and Let's egregious. Let's go, Brendan. If this makes sense to you, uh, sticking Absolutely. with the, sticking with the theme of currency. What about the width of like a five dollar note in terms yeah, of height? That sounds about good. That sounds good. Yeah, like about that yeah. tall. Yeah. Now, Brendan, you have said you've got a few cat tattoos. Where have you got free real estate for us? Uh, I reckon, well, we could do the, the, the cheeks, but probably somewhere that's going to be a bit more seen and yeah. so, like mm. something mm. on the shoulder blade or something, I think. The way I'm seeing this is a tax write-off, mm. and so I sort of do need the advertising to be visible yeah. um, yep. to mm-hmm. someone other than your significant other, Brendan. Plus also your, um, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we, you assumed that cheek. I, and it's the correct assumption without, it's, <laughs> his name's I mean, not Lil Brendan, so yeah. you're probably not getting a face tattoo. No, uh, no, but no, yeah, no. But <laughs> cheek, I would rather somewhere where people might see it as well, so... I don't know, Brendan. What are yeah. you thinking? What are you thinking? The shoulder blade, I reckon, is a bit of a good Love idea. That. Done. Love that. Done. 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 Brandon, well, you want it to be a bit visible if you're wearing like a te- like a tank top, like maybe a, little, a little pop out the side. If action. He's swimming, people are going to see it. Okay, and yeah, look, that's enough. I'm not going to make enough. any assumptions yeah. about what kind of condition <laughs> you're in, Brendan. But that's advertisement enough for us. Um, we actually got the offer to have you in the studio, get the, getting the tattoo. Um, Health and safety-wise, that's going to be an absolute nightmare for mm-hmm. everyone involved. So are you free on Friday, Brendan? Yes. Yes, okay. I can be. Okay. Well, that's when we have an appointment. Celebrity Inc. and Bell Conan have agreed to do this for you, Brendan. Um, you'll be in their more than capable hands. Uh, we're coming. I'm, I'm, I we're would coming like, with you. Yeah, I was going to say, we're coming with you. For moral support and also to make sure yeah. this is done correctly. They spell Josh correctly. They yeah. spell Ned correctly. This mm-hmm. is all very, very important. Um, but as of right now... Good words to spell. <laughs> I know. You would be surprised. Your time to back out of this has officially begun. Yeah. <laughs> You've got literally 48 <laughs> hours. And I don't. I know you're not going to because you're the keenest man in Canberra, but you really have literally, literally 48 hours to think about this now. Cool. No need to think about it at all. Yeah, I didn't think that. No, that was there going. We go. there we imagine, go. though, we were, like, doing it for, for a performance of, like, hey, Brendan, it's your last chance. And he's like, yeah, you know what, boys, I am actually Cancel out. it. Yeah. Cancel it. You know what? You've given me the last option, and my mother always said, take the third option out. I'm out of here. Sorry. Bye. I'm glad that didn't happen. And we'll see you on Friday. <laughs> you can go to our Instagram right now, Ned and Josh. Take a look at the winning tattoo. If you haven't seen it, it is up there right now. It's very uh, it is tattoo number seven for those who did see the old post. But Brendan, you are locked in, my friend. We're going to speak to you very soon. Sounds good. I had a really annoying thing happen yesterday that I I know that there's nothing I can do about in the moment, and that's what frustrates me about the whole thing. Uh, Carrie's. Seven-year-old. Uh, I had to pick them up early from school yesterday, the seven-year-old and the 10-year-old, to take them to swimming. Um, I <laughs> I um, found myself really, really struggling with the concept of copping flack from a kid mm. about how dirty my car was. Because I know you quite well, 
on a scale for you from one to ten, how bad is it? It is. For, like for you. Probably a seven. Well, that's pretty bad. It's pretty dirty. Yeah, it's pretty dirty car right Yeah, now. it's not great. Um, this kid has a mother who cleans up after everything he does. He doesn't clean up after any anything for himself. I will say you're saying that with too much venom. I know. Because that what you're describing is a child. He's being a, he's being yes, seven. Yes. But this is my point. I don't I obviously can't throw that back at him mm. that he doesn't clean up anything that he owns. And if he had to be tasked with it, I'd love to see how dirty all of his stuff would be. Mm. N- not something I can level at a seven year old, even though I desperately want to. Yeah, what I think you should do is almost start a series where you call them like time capsule lessons, where you record him saying, your car stinks, or like, why don't you eat good food, or like, whatever. And then come 19th birthday, you have a look at what he's become, because I'm sure he will become what every teenage boy eventually becomes at one point or another, where quite stinky, quite messy, quite yeah. gross, mm-hmm. and just show him 17 videos back-to-back of him. Why is your As, room so messy? Yeah, re- essentially, you don't ever have to teach him a lesson because he will teach himself a lesson from the past of like, um, look, this guy wants to say something to you, bud. Why does your room stink? Yeah. Ooh, that's a little rough, that's isn't strange, it? That's strange, isn't it? That's a bit of a mean attitude that young man has. I wonder who he is. But I also think this will be a good lesson for you because uh, you saving these videos for 20 years mm. or, I guess, 16 years, I'm hoping that you'll see them on your phone in 16 years' time and, like, remember the petty man you were the mm. when a child said to you, your car's dirty, which, by the way, you said it is. It so, is. It, yeah. He's not wrong. Yeah, I'm, not, exactly. I'm not for one second claiming he's wrong. So, I'm just claiming it's rich for him to have this criticism. I'm just hoping at 60 you have the reflection mm. after 15 years to go, you know what? He was right. But at the end of the day, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. But I know there's no way. If you have that video, why would you not use it? The older I get, the more petty I'm going to become. That's yeah, the ultimate plan. You'll accidentally scroll through it in your, in your videos, and you're like, you know what? He's only 16, but it's, it's happening I'm telling today. Him now. I'm going to do it today. I'm very excited about this, because what I'm going to do is cause him to have an existential crisis of, like, why was I cleaner as a seven-year-old? Yeah. What's happened? And I was so much cuter. What, what happened? What happened? <laughs> A news story that I could not escape yesterday, Josh, uh, was the eight centimetre long worm that was extracted from a woman's brain at the Canberra Hospital. This happened here. Yeah. It's world news So I've, and it happened here. I've Googled Canberra brain worm on Google, The Guardian, The mm-hmm. New York Times, yep. CNN, ABC News, BBC News, Nine News, and then that's where it stops telling me who has reported it. Yep. But Again, that was CNN, the New York Times. <laughs> the, here's, I mean, it's bizarre how far down the list the Canberra Times is. Yeah, yeah. it's like seventeenth mm-hmm. down. It's like, well, guys, it's, it's like we've got don't it, fumble the bag. We've got it covered. <laughs> yeah, like we know <laughs> yeah. if it's on CNN, we just assume it's also in the Canberra Times. Um, if you're unaware, essentially, a woman went into the doctors and was like, "I feel a little ill." Mm. They gave her an MRI scan. During the MRI scan, they were like, something's moving where it shouldn't be. And so with doctors and surgeons and stuff, they have removed it. The world first is because it was alive. Like, it was alive when they took it out, wasn't it? Where they usually find it is in carpet pythons. So Mm -hmm. you you don't usually find it in humans, and you never find it in brains. Mm. That's the world first. Um, I like at least the doctors are aware of what's going on, because they're like, Cause it's the first thing I thought when I saw this because they were going world first, world first, world first. It's like not the world first you want. No, you want no, the no, world you don't first. want to be this world first. Uh, I was the world first for baking the world's most delicious pie. Yep, that's a good one. 
finding a worm in your brain is not the one you want to be it the does, world first for. It does probably fall somewhere towards the end of the list of things I want to be the world first for. 100%. There are worse things. Like, I don't want to be the first person to be shot into space without a suit on. Mm. That would be awful. But I also really don't want to be the first person to be have a worm on my brain. Reading the story and words like larvae and stuff like that. Yuck, the yeah. shot into space thing is sounding a little better to I mean, me, you, to be honest. It does seem like you would implode straight away, oh, whereas God. like the lava seems uh, like it's ongoing. Yeah. Because this has freaked me clean out, and mm-hmm. it is in Canberra, I've obviously read a significant amount of this, and the thing that's made me quite upset is the way that they have said that this woman made herself aware to doctors that like she presented thought, with symptoms thought there was something a little off what drew her attention to it she was saying she was feeling f- feelings of depression forgetfulness and she had some abdominal pain that's my monday through friday i was gonna say that's that's tuesday i really yeah. really really oh, really, no, really, no. really 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 wanted to read this story and she said yeah i had a distinct feeling there was a worm in my brain that's what <laughs> I, I just needed. had a feeling that's what i needed to read not like i had abdominal pain and i was forgetting stuff because that has been my life for yeah. the last two years and now i'm like thinking about it i'm like can i feel anything in my brain this but i also haven't felt anything move in my brain for a while so i've done the worldwide google search a symptom like yeah. everything's the worst case scenario now everybody's going to think the second they can't remember where they left their keys yeah. they've got a worm in their brain exactly right i'll be going to my girlfriend sam I've, i'm sure i've got a worm on my brain she was like no you went to bed last night at two and you've been drinking black coffee all morning Eva, that's why your stomach some... hurts and you can't remember stuff what i would have loved is obviously she's not going to know, like whoever is like not going to know in any scenario that you've got a worm on your brain. Of course. But if the symptoms were a little more specific. That's what I mean. Like if you're like, I I came to work today and I could I, I could read Japanese. Yeah. I've never been able to do that before, yeah. but all of a sudden something just linked and I was, and they're going, well, look, something's obviously something's gone, gone on, on in your brain because yep. people don't just learn that in their sleep. That doesn't, that doesn't happen. What if she was like, I was walking through Garima Place and for some reason, all of a sudden I was beyond petrified of magpies. Yep. For some reason, I thought they were going to eat me. Mm-hmm. It's because the brain's taking, the worm's yep. taking over your brain. It's, it's a freaking fr- It is an absolute. <laughs> huge problem that the symptoms are so generic. Please, please yeah. even just make one up yes, so that yeah, the rest absolutely. of us can go, oh, good, I don't have that. That's my, good news. My little toe fell off. Yeah. Whatever. Just make it up. <laughs> There's been a story of uh, a family doing something that I think is dangerous because I once was a child and I worry for the parents uh, that are going to set a precedent for other parents to do this to their children. Mm. And I think no one's talking about this because there's other issues going on at the moment, uh, and this one needs some attention brought to it. There is a family that is currently hiking the big trails of America. So they're on the Appalachian Trail, which nice. stretches 3,500 kilometres. They're doing the Continental Divide Trail, which is 4,000 kilometres. They're doing a bunch of trails all over North America with five kids. Under... Or 14. Right, so they're not adult children. The children are 14, 12, yeah. 10, 7, 2, and they're hiking across the, the America's triple crown of hikes. I can't it's imagine 12,000 kilometres. can't imagine the two-year-old's probably doing much. I would imagine they're strapped in for the long haul, but still. Any family yeah. that is out there that has ever gone on a road trip with children in a car, air-conditioned, mm. seats, maybe even some tablets in the back to distract, you know, they're watching a movie or something. How would you want to take the annoyance that is that experience and add the kids having to walk to the whole thing? Mm. This is dangerously insane behaviour, if you ask me. I don't understand why the parents are 
are excited about this as any because there is no way that Zane, the twelve year old, is loving this. There's just yeah. no way. And I also think that, like, while this is a bad idea, these parents are going to find out pretty quickly how bad of an idea oh, it is. Safe, because yeah. it's like, whilst I do agree with warning parents about this, you'll find out eventually. It's like, if you don't listen, if you don't heed warning, much like turn back, there's bears ahead signs while you're on your hike through the Great Americas. If you don't listen to that sign, you will eventually be eaten by bears, yep. a.k.a. your children are going to absolutely... Chuck tantrums. Uh, Lyle is 14, and uh, I actually don't know if it's a he or she, but my point is here, they are in the perfect position to take over the family. Uh, they are the oldest child. There mm. are more children than there are adults, and if I was Lyle, I'd be like, you know what? Mum and Dad clearly have lost it. Yeah. I'm going to take charge here. We're, we're Lord of the Flies We're style. not hiking anymore. Yeah. This is, I need to go to school, yeah. first and foremost. Not just that, but the three kids underneath me also need to go to school. More and than I young, do. And the youngest is two, so we really don't need to doing? be out here hiking the trails. The other thing that I always think about with hikes is like, how do you get back to your car? You hike? No, but if you walk four, are you doing a 4,000 kilometre circle? Surely they've got a situation where people are picking them up. Because it's like, if you walk 4,000 kilometres and then you do the thing where it's like, you parked ages away from where you are at and then dad goes, I'll go get the car, I'll bring it around. Yeah. That'll take seven weeks, dad. It'll be very, (laughs) very frustrating. Dad might never come back. I think Lyle might also be tasked with carrying the two-year-old at certain points, the 14-year-old, and I would refuse to do that. Yeah. I'd be like, no, you guys decided to do this with a two-year-old. I'm not carrying my, my sibling. Not only did I not decide to have a two-year-old, yeah, I didn't decide to bring it on this stupid walk that we're all going on. I don't know if you go for the dad's going to go get the car, come back situation. That's what my dad used to I do. I think it'll be a proclaimer's scenario where you walk 500 miles and then you walk 500 more. There's you just no way. go walk 4,000 yeah. miles, then you turn around and walk 4,000 more. The only reason I know that's not true is because if they were working, <laughs> walking 8,000 miles, you would be so painfully aware of how far they were walking. It wouldn't be like the proclaimers to get to your door. It would be to emancipate yourself from your parents. <laughs> So that was what would be waiting at the end for me. Ned, Google have announced a brand new thing that people are pretty excited about, and that is that on Google Flights, you know how it says on Google Flights at the moment, if you've ever used it, like prices are low for this right now. Yeah. Prices are unusually high for this right now. Well, prices are typical. That's the orange. Prices are typical for yeah, your yeah. flight right now. Obviously, you want to get them when they're very low, but I try to at least aim for typical. I, this is what you would usually be paying for a flight. 100%. That's what you want to see. You don't want to see high. You're in, if you're in that scenario, you're like, well, I don't have a choice now. Yeah. I, even if it's a flight for like a while away, because you're like, I don't want it to get higher. So maybe I'll just go now. I always I, risk it and think, you know what, a week beforehand, they've got to be stressing and, and going. Like, let's yeah. sell these tickets. But usually that ends up me paying like $1,000 more than I need to for flights. It's strange because sometimes that works and yeah. then but when it it's a high risk high reward situation exactly because it, it, if it doesn't work they sting you so badly uh google flights have ended all of that today announcing a feature that will it's the most logical feature i could think of if you can tell when prices are normal tell mm. when prices are, uh, are, are cheap and prices are high why not predict when that's going to happen and that's what the new feature is so basically if it says prices are high Come back in three days. We have a feeling that they'll yeah. be low. That's what Google Flights is offering now. That's a, pretty a fair. A That's predi- amazing. A prediction as to when you're going to be able to get cheap flights. So this really solves the only problem I've ever had because yes. it takes away the the high risk level of my high risk, high reward endeavor where I'm like waiting to the last possible minute because if I'm a week out and they're like, it's high now but it's only going to get higher, then I will cut my losses. And I'm like, all right, let me just cash out. I need to go home next week, so let me just do this. Whereas I'm like been living by the seat of my pants for the last, I don't know, five years. This is great news uh, for exactly the reason you've just mentioned. 
but it's posed an interesting question in my brain. Mm. For Google to be able to do this, the amount of raw data that it needs, the amount of information that it must collect in order to do this, this algorithm, yeah, is it worth... This might be the first time in my life where I've seen a product that the internet's providing where I've gone, hmm, this company probably knows things about me I wouldn't tell a priest, mm. and I'm okay with that because I'm going to get cheap flights. Yeah. I think this is the trade-off where I'm like, data mine as much as you need to. As long as I see some benefits. As long as I see some. And this is the first benefit where I've gone, this is absolutely a benefit that can only be achieved by having so much data. I figure that like, if Google is going to expose my weird, weird, mm. weird, weird personal life, uh, I don't think I would rank in the top 50% of weirdos. Yeah. I think I'm in bottom. I think I'm... 50% normaler than the other 50%. That being said, still very, very odd, but I'm just saying if we're all exposed, I think I'll be okay. As long as Kanye West keeps counting a Monday as getting Ooh, his yeah. ass out in Venice, yeah. we're okay. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> just taking a look at some news from Germany. Uh, an eight-year-old boy has discovered a coin with one, uh, that he's 1,800 years old. Wow. That's incredible. Mm. <clears throat> More what? incredible is he found in his school sandbox. Mm. A sandpit at his school. Mm. This eight-year-old boy has apparently skipped on home like Charlie Bucket and has shown his family not a golden ticket but this silver coin. Uh, Way better. And they've then contacted the authorities. Archaeologists discovered that the coin was minted during the reign of Emperor Marcus Aurelius Antoninus, who held the throne in Rome from I was say, AD, yep, AD 161 to 180. Whoa, that's so a while From ago. the Roman Empire. Wowee, that's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know how the hell it ended up in a sandbox. But yeah. Here's my question, right? This is the only part of the story I disagree with so far. The boy rushed home to show the treasure to his family. Mm. They already knew about it because they absolutely made this story up. There's no way this kid found this in a sandbox. This was his parents. They've had this. They've acquired it through some nefarious means, and they've just told the kid, the only way we're ever going to make any money off this yeah. is if you pretend you found it in the sandpit at school. Yeah. There is certainly... Um Finding treasure, let's say, in Italy and finding treasure in, say, Germany. Mm, different things. Yeah, very different things. So mm-hmm. if you found some, Germ- uh, some German treasure, you may want to just be like, hey, look, I found this in a sandpit. Yep. It was completely removed from anything else around it. It was just by itself in this children's sandpit. The thing I enjoy about this coin, uh, it was minted apparently during a to- time of coin deterioration within the Roman Empire. Well, clearly not. Because, well, it's made the test of time. They're <laughs> good with their other coins. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Um, but the, the coin deterioration is because they had to decrease the silver content in coins at that time due to a result of inflation. So my favourite thing is the Roman Empire going through exactly what we're going through. It was a cost of living crisis during the Emperor Marcus Aurelius Antonius's reign, apparently. Yeah, but at the same time, I also don't have silver. Yeah. Like, they were poor, but their money was made of actual silver. I don't know if the mint are actually putting silver into our coins. No way. Yeah. It's like different, absolutely different metals, I would imagine. But if there yeah. was any silver in our coin, I'd love to know I'm that. sure there's a little bit of silver, but like, to, a, to a solid coin of just silver, that would be incredible. I saw a coin the other day from 1973, mm. and it was a 20-cent coin from 1973, and it blew my mind. Like, I was like... This thing, years old. This thing has seen so much history. Like, it's been around for so long. Like, like Lizzie on it, Queen Elizabeth, was young. I was mm. like, this is incredible. 
this coin takes the cake. One thousand oh. one thousand eight hundred years old. What are their last names? The the, the royal family, Win the Windsors. Yep. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, they probably wouldn't have even existed. I don't think they were they, even yeah, yeah, yeah. having a situation going on. Here's yeah. the question. I my favourite bit of this because this come from a news website is the journalist decision to really throw some shade at the kid because age matters to kids. They're like, oh, I'm six and a half years old. I'm six, six and three quarters. An eight-year-old boy has unearthed an extremely rare silver coin while playing in a sandbox dating to about 1,800 years before he was born. <laughs> before any of us were yeah, born. Don't, I mean, don't make it personally talking, about this kid. When we're talking about millennia, it doesn't matter <laughs> if you're 30 or 8. We all were 1,800 years ago. <laughs> Ned, mm-hmm. this morning, went to take my Zyrtex because uh, hay fever has kicked off here in the ACC. If you're a sufferer of hay fever, you know that I'm telling the truth. It's- I had the worst sneezing fit last night to the point where Sam's like, you I'd need to go get Zyrtec. Yep, and I'm I- so excited yeah. about that. And I, it's not because I enjoy seeing you in pain in any way, shape, or form. It's more just because of how much you've danced around the mulberry bush and not gotten sneezy from the bush yeah. uh, of you don't get hay fever and have no sympathy for me. So if you were to start getting it, it would be karma. No, exactly right. Karma- would be my boyfriend in this scenario. And I've earned it. And I'm not trying to pretend like I haven't. I am fully aware that this is something that is earned. But I am taking my Zyrtex now. I'm on I'm on the boy. bandwagon. Yep. Um, geez, they're expensive. I forgot about that. Uh, what are we talking? $25 for 14 tablets. So 14 what? days cost $25. That's more than it costs to keep my dog alive. I went to a uh, proper I should say love, though. like uh, yeah, care no, for my dog, yeah, not no, keep no, him alive. Yeah, that's not the... That's, that's not the bare the, minimum. That's not yeah. the level no, I that's keep the him bare, at. The yeah. bare minimum. <laughs> Yeah, the RSPCA are coming in today, yeah, let's let that, and yeah, they yeah. will take my dog from let's me. Just let that go. Let that go. He no, I'd rather him. not let it go. Just move on. I'd rather clear it up if we rug. can. Under the rug. <laughs> what are we spending too much space on? Is that what you're saying? Space. Um, we're spending too much space on something. Now, uh, I got a couple of other tablets in my regular rotation, and this is a problem that I'm having with just anything that comes in a sheet of tablets. The oh, only, okay. The only tablet I can think of that doesn't make this mistake is Nurofen and Panadol. They get it right. Why do some tablets, if not most tablets, leave so much goddamn space yeah. on the little sheet? You could fit, because as I said, 14 tablets for $25. I'm looking at the sheets. I can fit like six more tablets on the sheet. Why is the sheet got such a big bit of tinfoil that's just empty? Let me have a look at this thing, because you put it up on our social media. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I don't, yeah. yeah. That one pisses me off, because I'm like, you have, you've shown me you have three extra spaces there. Why are we not using them? So, the logical brain here goes, that's seven. So that's a week. That's yeah. a week. That's what you're doing. It's one tablet a day and that's a week. But I don't care. Yeah. Give me too many and then that way I've got literally a full packet that I can use. Yeah. And then while I panic because I've run out, there's more there. I don't have to panic because I've run out. Yeah, exactly right. Um, I want to try and find this this pill that I give Lenny um, once a month for his like um, worm, fleas and thingo mm-hmm. tablet. I don't. I want. I can't. Worms, fleas, and thingo. The, yeah. You love your dog. Oh things really, really coming through, isn't it? The thingo. I give him a tablet for the thingo. I can't find the the, the like the tablets. One tablet though, and by the way, it's like probably maybe twice the size of this. It's half of that sheet. That's ridiculous. And you have to peel yeah, it off, why? then break it, then peel out another place, then I give it to him. He's almost like he's expecting brain surgery at yeah. the end of it mm-hmm. because I'm unwrapping like seven different things, and he's like, "Oh, this is just a treat." Thirteen ten sixty. If you are a pharmacist, you work in a pharmacy, you know the answer to this question. Please get on the phone. We'd yeah. love to know what the answer is. Why are they leaving so much foil around tablets on on the sheets of tablets yeah. for anything, any medicine? Really? 
really? Why is there so much space? Is it, I guess, because they're like, we don't want to give you 10 tablets. Mm. It maybe, Cheeky farmer. Is it, is it trying to be like, here is the tablet. <laughs> you can see it. You don't ever get confused about where it is. It's sitting right here in the middle of all this silver yeah. packaging. This is the tablet. Yeah. I don't like to generalize because I understand everyone has different things going on mm. in their life. But if you're that much of an idiot that you're yep. like, where's the tablet? Then you probably shouldn't be taking tablets. If you've got silver <laughs> tablets and you're a pharmacist, uh, you're a pharmaceutical company making silver tablets, stop. That's on you. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Make them green or pink or something. <laughs> The other day, I came into the studio quite excited. I think it was actually Monday because over the weekend, I had found some new music. I was very excited by it. I was very, very... It's already hit my on-repeat playlist on Spotify, so you know it's getting a rotation. Um... I wanted to bring it into the studio because I'm like, it's a very cool, funky song. And it's also exciting because I have a feeling it's a song we're going to be playing on air kind of soon. So, like, mm. I was bringing it to the team uh, sort of in a morale-boosting way of like, hey, look, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. People do still make good music. I, I know it's hard to believe, but it's still happening. The song is Lipstick by Charlie Puth. When I played this for Michael and Josh, Josh was doing something else. Michael afterwards said that it made him feel uncomfortable because it's too sexy of a song. Too yeah. sexy to listen to with people. Is that it's what just, you were basically saying, Michael? Uh, something along those lines. It, now, I, as I'm thinking back to the lyrics, I don't even think it was that sexually explicit no, or it anything. It is. It no. is. Oh, <laughs> it is, is a little it? bit. Yeah. Oh, okay, but but I, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I can read you the lyrics if you want. It's essentially just making out and getting hot and heavy. Okay. Look, he's not denying the fact it's a sultry song, but okay. I think he's also like, I'd like to make money of it. I'm not releasing the soundtrack to a porno. <laughs> it's funny, though, because, Michael, you've made a, you made a point that I don't think I've ever heard before, but it is a good point, and that is that some songs you don't listen to with a group. These are yeah. these are songs you listen to on your own. These are in your own private, maybe just grooving out in the car, maybe with a special someone, but you, definitely you, not on not, not with a group. It's certainly not... I wouldn't put it in, like, a party playlist yeah, or anything yeah, okay. like that. Well, it depends I've, what kind of party. Yeah. I mean, I've never been at a party and I'm like, boys, you got to yeah. put on Let's Get It On by Marvin yeah, Gaye. That's it, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not one to go like, you've got to change it on because it makes the vibe too odd. Um, do we want to listen to the song and make a final decision? We'll listen to the chorus, I reckon. I think listen yeah. to the chorus as well because mm-hmm. this, it is sultry. He's not denying it's sultry. Yep. He's saying it's a sexy new single. I've already heard the start of it. You can I, see it's already it's off to a start. It's got, a, yeah. it's got some bass. Mm-hmm. It's got some drum kick, uh, some kick drums to it. Yeah, it's, it's, a lot it's got going some on. stuff going on. It's very mm. groovy. All right. Well, let's go to the chorus. Take a little listen and see what you think, Canberra. Is this a group song or by yourself? Yeah, if you really want it, you don't got to hold your tongue. Look, I don't think. Look, I, I'm. Could you listen to that song while maintaining direct eye contact with me? <laughs> I'll be honest. Listening to any song whilst maintaining direct eye contact with you would, would be, be a weird. certain degree. Of <laughs> I think I could. I could but maintain yeah. eye contact with you listening to Love Shack. I don't think that would upset me. I think we'd both just be looking, going, "What yeah. is this what's, song? What's happening what right now? Happening in this song?" But this one, I'll try it. <laughs> you can't move your work. eyebrows like that. Yeah. <laughs> this song invites it, though. Maybe this song goes in the same category I put as in uh, Desperado Bariana. Let me try it. Let me try it with Ned. 
Yeah, so you're trying so hard. <laughs> Josh, is, Josh is trying to look at me seductively. <laughs> I think that maybe, you know what, maybe we do veto this song. It's, okay. yeah. it's too much. I don't want people having to maintain eye contact with each other. No, I think it's going to be dangerous while driving, to be honest. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canberra's Hit 104.7.